Madden Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary. The year is 3013. The galaxy is scintillating in the mellow light. Two galactic pilgrims seek out vistas in the samurai future to bring forth the unity of the cosmic shaman. Opening the door of the pantheon of mystics, the evil sorcerer wizard powers the engine of science, seeking to forever alter the sacred balance, traveling on effervescent balls of summer fire. This week, Batman and Robin. In the year 1997, superhero movies fucking died. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't make so many after this for a few years, I think. Not to retail Spider-Man and X-Men, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which is only actually like... Four or five years? Yeah, I think it took uh, eight years for another Batman, though. I remember when Batman Begins came out. In my head, it was actually a prequel to the other films. Kind of. Which I think to most, like, just generic cinema goers probably did see it that way. Yeah. Um, But he still had the leather look and the vaguely similar designs, and it was just telling the origin. Yeah, but where are we today? What month is this? It is April ain't shit. This is the month where we're discussing films that at least one of us hates. So I'm the hater on this one. This is Matt. This is Luke. This is our sci-fi cave. All right. Okay. So, yeah, I'm I'm the hater here, right? I was... Okay, I was 18 when this came out. Right. So when Burton Batman came out, that was, like, groovy. We liked it. It seemed like a real superhero film. It looks a little cheesy. It's still good. It looks a little yeah. cheesy now. Uh, Batman Returns, I honestly didn't like that much. Mm-hmm. I, I don't hate it, but I don't like it. Um, Batman Forever, I did like quite well. So I went to this one, you know, kind of pepped up for it. I went with the drummer from the band um, that I was in at the time. And, you know, we went in ready for a good Batman film. And it's, you know, past midnight, we went to a late show. And like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> So, alternatively, I was six. (laughs) Um, My mum was in America on a business trip, I think. Um, So me and my dad saw this as like, oh, it's just the boys in town. Let's go do a thing. He probably reacted like you. But this was the best shit I'd ever seen. I liked Batman. I loved Schwarzenegger. Um, Forever is actually my favorite of this, like, four movie sequence. I might agree with you on that. Yeah. See, I don't rate the Burton ones very highly. The first one, I'm... You know what? Nicholson does a lot for me in the first yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, I like... As a film, it's a fun Michael rock. Michael Keaton's is good. good. I like his... He's, he's unhinged. Way. He's a bad Batman. Okay. Give you that. He can't <laughs> move. Well, it's, it's a costume, isn't yeah, it? It's yeah, not yeah. him. It's a costume. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. you need like for Batman said, is a square There jaw. are elements of the Tim Burton ones I like. I just don't think they quite come together as mm. good Batman films. I do like... Because I, I really enjoy Forever. But also, I've just got Jim Carrey in it, so of course I yeah. do. But I haven't seen Forever for 20 years. I haven't seen Forever for Forever. I, I'm not <laughs> quite sure how that one will play with me now. Maybe. But when it came out, I actually did enjoy it. Right, but yeah. But this one, of course, it's a two-hour action figure commercial. But I was <laughs> right in the pocket for that. So and I'm a big Transformers fan. Stuff being an action figure commercial doesn't bother me. Yeah, when you're, when you're six, it's fantastic. When you're 18, you're like, what the fuck is this? Or older. <laughs> um, but I also watched it last night. I really like this film. <laughs> I, I, I had to push myself through a little bit. A few years ago, uh, if I think we mentioned we teach English. I used to teach adult lessons and I remember uh, one student I just happened to mention yeah Clooney played Batman once it's just really really I'm like no you don't want to watch it you don't want really what is it I told her what it was and and then I felt bad and I tried to watch it myself right and I got through 20 minutes and turned it off <laughs> this is about five years ago okay the next week she's back for the next class and she's like I got through eight minutes <laughs> <laughs> three minutes of that was just Opening titles and close-ups of crotches. And, and, the, and the Batman and Robin logos having gay sex. Yeah. <laughs> so the reason you don't like this film is it just because you're a big homophobe? No, that was cool. That was fine with the, 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 the link. Um, here's a few things. Um, here, before we get to it, um, Robin 
is supposed to be Dick Grayson here. Yeah. But he's Jason Todd. Yeah, he's a bit too much of a dick to yeah. be Dick. <laughs> <laughs> he, Dick's not a dick. <laughs> um, well, it's because he's meant to be cool teenage Robin, not that kid that used to watch in the 60s, at least in Forever. But then here they're trying to have like both, they're trying to have their cake and eat it. Yeah. And that they want to have the dark, gritty designs, but it's still camp, 1960s fun. I was just like, what's dark and gritty? <laughs> no, because everyone's still wearing black leather. Yeah. And it happens at night. And they have nipples. Oh, yeah. Oh, they got nipples, so. Yeah, I, I, I feel like maybe I brought that up too early, but we're, we're definitely getting into them nipples. For the audio podcast. Yeah, we're, we're audio. It's too bad you didn't see what he did with that noise. <laughs> um... It's like, okay, it's like I enjoy, here's the thing, I hate this film, but I kind of enjoy hating this film. It's right. fun to hate this oh, film. Oh yeah, I'm not going to sit here and tell you this film's good, <laughs> <laughs> but I just enjoy the act of watching it. <laughs> so there's two things I, I do enjoy. Um, Clooney's phoning it in Swarm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not here, man. <laughs> and um, Arnold did clearly understand this movie was absolute shit and runs with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean. I've, I love I, I, before I would watch this film, I would much rather watch a compilation of Schwarzenegger lines from this film. Yeah. Ice to see you. <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. <laughs> Those are great. The no, only... but it puts freeze in the cooler. <laughs> no, when people mention this film, the first thing I think go to is, what did Mr. Freeze say? Mm-hmm. And I, before it came My out... My name is Freeze. <laughs> Remember it well. For it is the chilling sound of your doom. <laughs> the fuck? It's like they don't they're not even smart they don't they still make sense <laughs> which is fantastic for an insane supervillain I guess yeah I mean he does belong in Arkham there's no doubt about that yeah <laughs> um yeah so freeze da, da. yeah when this movie was coming out you know here's the other thing the, the build up to this movie was played like the previous Batman movies like right. we're looking oh what villains or even superhero movies these days oh what villains going to be this time how are they going to do it yeah. oh are they going to screw it and then just going and seeing this in a theater and what <laughs> this, this is what they settled on right oh oh I'm trying to be positive before I get too negative uh Man, the stunt coordinator must have been a man, or is a man, or is a woman. I don't know. Anyway, there's some impressive stunt coordination with all those motorcycles and stuff. Oh, there's some incredibly impressive stunt coordination that does not obey any law of physics that actually exists. Well, the rest of the movie doesn't, so just why like, they? Just like, he just grabs a rope and suddenly he can jump really high and stuff <laughs> like that. You never grabbed a rope, son. I grab my rope two or three times a day. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was specifically thinking of the um, kind of ice rink motorcycle scene. Cause yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah, all yeah, practical. yeah, it's, it's, it's good. All, it's really great for that stuff. I mean, there, there had to be a lot of people on set that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know if there's a story here, but there is a sequence of events. Yep. <laughs> will you tell us that sequence of events? Oh, I will. have tight little butts, sculpted abs, and bulging pecs, and they wrap them in tight rubber costumes before giving each other a good long stare and sharing some playful banter. Then they drive off to battle a new villain, Mr. Freeze, who steals a diamond and flees, freezing Robin and leaving Batman unable to pursue him. Later, Batman and Robin learn that Mr. Freeze was originally Dr. Victor Freeze, a doctor working to heal his terminally Can ill wife. Can you spell wife. his name, please? Mr. F-R-E-E-Z-E, or Dr. Victor F-R-I-E-S. Fries? <laughs> a doctor working to heal his terminally ill wife. After a lab accident, however, 
Fries was rendered unable to live at normal temperatures and forced to wear a cryogenic suit. Meanwhile, Dr. Pamela Isley is experimenting with a drug named Venom. She witnesses the formula turn the violent but diminutive convicted serial murderer Antonio Diego into a hulking monstrosity. Boom! When Isley threatens to expose these experiments, her boss attempts to kill her by overturning a shelf of various toxins. Isley is resurrected, transforming into the beautiful and seductive Poison Ivy. Meanwhile, Alfred Pennyworth's niece, Barbara Wilson, makes a surprise visit and is invited by Bruce Wayne to stay at Wayne Manor until she goes back to school. A charity event is held at Wayne Enterprises with special guests, Batman and Robin, and Ivy decides to use her abilities to seduce them. Mr. Freeze crashes the party and steals a diamond from the event. Although he is captured by Batman and detained in Arkham Asylum, he eventually escapes with the help of Poison Ivy, who killed two security guards with her kiss in the process. Meanwhile, Dick discovers that Barbara has participated in drag races to raise money for Alfred, who is dying of McGregor's syndrome, the same illness which afflicts Mr. Freeze's wife. Batman and Robin begin to have crime-fighting relationship problems because of Ivy's seductive ability, but Bruce eventually convinces Dick to trust him. Poison Ivy is then able to contact Robin once more. She kisses him, but fails to kill him, because rubber lips are immune to her charms. Meanwhile, Barbara discovers the Batcave, where an AI version of Alfred reveals he has made Barbara her own suit. Barbara dons the suit and becomes Batgirl. Ivy captures Robin, but he gets rescued by Batman, a Batgirl arrives and subdues Ivy to get eaten by a plant. Batman, Robin and Batgirl decide to go after Mr. Freeze together. By the time they get to the observatory where Mr. Freeze and Bane are, Gotham is completely frozen. Batgirl and Robin are attacked by Bane, but they eventually defeat him by unplugging his tubes. Meanwhile, Batman and Mr. Freeze begin to fight each other, with Batman defeating Mr. Freeze. Batgirl and Robin manage to thaw the city, and Batman shows Freeze a recording proving that Poison Ivy killed his wife, not Batman. However, Batman informs Mr. Freeze that she is still alive in cryogenic slumber, before being moved to Arkham Asylum, waiting for Mr. Freeze to finish his research. Batman proceeds to ask Mr. Freeze for the cure Mr. Freeze has created for the first stage of McGregor's syndrome to administer to Alfred, and Mr. Freeze atones for his misunderstanding by giving him the medicine he had developed. Mr. Freeze is then detained in Arkham Asylum. In a gross piece of negligence, he is put in the same cell as Poison Ivy and promises to make her life a living hell. After Alfred is cured, Everyone agrees to let Barbara stay at Wayne Manor and fight crime with them, despite having zero fucking training. I said I don't hate this film but it is spectacularly stupid at every level why do they need a bigger bat cave at the end because they've got to fit three people in there now it's pretty big four <laughs> if we count Alfred too yeah yeah it's Did, pretty big I think they, they can handle it bat cave I think they could like take like no but what what what, what are you referring to vis the, bigger at, bat cave at the end of the movie you know Batgirls joining them so they're yeah. like I guess we're going to need a bigger cave. Oh, that's just a dumb line like he makes all the way through the film. I know. Why do I need a bigger cave? Cave's fine. Well, since when did Batman make one-liners? <laughs> <laughs> since Clooney played him? Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, since Michael Keaton played him, I think. Yeah, I think. Since Adam was... went... Okay, Batman gets lots of lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> one-liners. <laughs> this whole film sequence, I think he does have one-liners, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess I should, like, go on about the things I hate and you can rebut them. Okay. And then, and then later, and then later, um, you can say the things I like and see how that goes down with me. Okay. Um, Uma Thurman, very good actor, great in Kill Bill. Man, she sucks here. 
Right. She's trying to play, like, a kid's movie character, but this is, like, the horniest kid's film I've ever seen. <laughs> so she's trying to simultaneously be, like, really kid-friendly and super sexy. And so she just doesn't do anything. She just, just wiggles. She just yeah. wiggles and reads lines. <laughs> That's a kid's band, I think, the Wiggles. Yeah, it is. They're, like, Australian? <laughs> I think so, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, can, can you defend any part of her acting in this movie? She looks good doing it. <laughs> she looks good in other movies. I'll yeah, watch yeah, no, that no, one. yeah. Uma Thurman is horrendous. This was pretty early in her career, right? She, she'd been around the block a few. I've been around the block a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, see if I can get it going that way. <laughs> but, yeah, look. Yeah, so no, she is terrible. I was, what, what I was going to say is, how did she continue to have a career after this? <laughs> Kill Bill helped. Yeah, but no, yeah, she's pretty fucking diabolical. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah, just with no reason. Um, I guess because she didn't, she didn't like just let herself have fun with it. I think, like, I think, like a lot of these actors, she'd realized it was shit, but you, she hadn't decided, like, oh fuck it, I'll have fun then. She's just like... See, Arnold you know, figured I, I that. I think she's cool. just like having a terrible time this whole time. Yeah, like, Schwarzenegger oh, God, and Clooney my career? definitely figured that out. Yeah, Schwarzenegger so. had the time of his life, I feel like. <laughs> and then Clooney's just like, okay, how can I salvage my career? Okay, I need to treat every single scene with absolute disdain so that it's clear to the audience I don't approve. <laughs> Where is this on the Schwarzenegger continuum? Pretty late, but I don't think he'd like announced he was leaving yet. No, that was Terminator Three, which was uh, maybe four years later. Or maybe like I think that was like two thousand three. So that's a good six years. Okay, but this... no, he was about to go into like the collateral damage, end of days, six... eraser. So this was in the Fantastic Six day. No, no, yeah, I, li- <laughs> I like a lot of those films. Yeah, yeah. But I think this was the end of he is the biggest star in the world. Mm. So wait, ninety seven is for Fellman. I think that was nine. I think Armageddon's ninety seven, and uh, okay. Fifth Element was ninety six. We already had this conversation. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So right, so <laughs> Bruce Willis is the biggest star in the world now. So Schwarzenegger uh, is just tailing off. All right. So he finished being the big blockbuster guy. Now he's playing the villain role in a kids' film, right? Like sixties Batman, where they just get like slightly washed up characters. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. This is him <clears throat> stepping down from that role. Yeah. And then, Although, yeah. in the case of 60s Batman, those slightly washed-up ca- character actors are now best known for Batman. But yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's the case with Schwarzenegger. No. Although, it doesn't take too long to get to Mr. Freeze if you want to think Schwarzenegger. Oh, no. It's well, a very prominent role. If you start doing Schwarzenegger impressions, this one comes up. Mm. Because it's just so chock-full of stupid, cheesy Schwarzenegger lines. <laughs> okay, here's one. Uh, Barbara Gordon, does this bother you? I guess it doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. because, like, no part of this is right. You know? Yeah. If it, like, if, um, if the Nolan movies decided to bring in Barbara and did this, I'd be pissed. Mm. But, like, I don't fucking care. That, I guess that's basically <laughs> like, what I'm saying. My list of problems you could have with this film, that's not even going to come into it, is it? I mean, why? I mean, her as an actress, yes. <laughs> her as an also, actress? Her, geez, young in this yes and she is shot <laughs> in a certain way like I don't have a problem with the way this film shoots women because it also shoots men that way right yeah and this gay director it's just human bodies are sexy which you know I approve of well the Batman costume has more of like pasties than the straight up nips that Mr. Freeze and, and Batman and Robin have right, the Batgirl costume you mean yeah yeah but she I don't think she was very old and she's meant to be a schoolgirl. well Clueless was maybe a year or two before this so um, Alicia Silverstone has since found something more lucrative to do, I believe. As she was born. Oh, shit. What's the date on her? 1976. So she was like 21. Okay. No, that doesn't entirely it's, excuse her, like, four-year-old director dressing her up in tight leather costumes, and, but no more than every other female actor in history. Isn't Joel Schumacher gay? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I already said that. Like, it's a gay director and he's shooting everybody. Oh, right, right, so. right, right, right. Got you. Okay. But no, it was just the, the youngness was the only issue I had. But yeah, she's not actually that young. Yeah. Um, are you on a page now? What does she do now? She does something like totally like left field, I think, now. She works for like Petter and stuff, I think. Hmm. 
Anyway, the point is, it seems she found something. Theater for... and independent productions. Oh, okay, that's related, I guess. Yeah. Okay, I thought she'd. Yeah, gone... she still just does small films. I might be thinking of someone else there then. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see other things that bother me. Why didn't it? Well, it's because you have to call it Batman Robin, but we're basically getting a lame Nightwing here more than a Robin, aren't we? Uh, but when he's Nightwing, he doesn't work with Batman much the same way. That's right. Nightwing but... is his solo career. Yeah. yeah Costume-wise, he looks nothing like Robin. Yeah. And the fact that he's just so bitchy in this film, which, to be fair, is because he's under Poison Ivy's influence, and I don't think I caught that when I saw this on opening night as much. the other thing is they just done the origin one where they were kind of... It took the whole film for Batman to accept that he could have him as a sidekick or whatever. Mm. We never got a film of them just actually being partners and working together. Yeah, that's an issue. So if we'd had another Batman in between where just Batman and Robin just functioned, then, oh, the plot is that they're being torn apart by her pheromones or whatever would be fine. But no, you just get the impression that Robin's just a cunt. Yeah, so I guess that was <laughs> part of the problem in 1997 when I first saw this. I was right, you'd not... just seen Forever and he was a dick all the way through that and I was a dick all the way through this. <laughs> um, let's see. I, I kind of, I can I can see his point, though, because Batman is also an asshole to him all the way through this film. Yeah. Uh, there's one point. Um, I think it's when uh, Bruce Wayne is talking to his, his lady friend about getting married. And I was like, Clooney's not acting. He had this conversation like 500 times in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> but also, Clooney has definitely said that he played Batman as gay in this film. <laughs> <laughs> as well he should have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, just before you arrived, I was reading the Wikipedia on homosexuality in Batman <laughs> um, all the best Batman writers admit that he's probably gay that makes sense uh, Grant Morrison um, who did Dark Knight Returns? Frank Miller Frank Miller yeah those two uh, well they're both of them their argue their thing was he'd be a lot healthier if he was gay but he's just he doesn't have a sex life he just puts all that energy into punching people mm. but they both say he would be more gay than straight right well, we know we know there's this movie lands definitely so. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Gotham City's geography made very little sense in the Burton Batman's. Right. It makes way less sense now. So the whole city is just on a giant chasm with that with statues that hold buildings on them and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking dope. <laughs> but as a sequel to the, you know like. The supposedly getting away from the 60s Batman it's like we took <laughs> such a hard turn left you know yeah, <laughs> or yeah, right they, they, but this one goes so much back to 60s Batman and just like leaves it in its in its wake you know yeah <laughs> I mean so I think the whiplash at the time because Batman Forever definitely came a lot closer to 60s Batman mm. but this one is just like slingshot around the sun man well Batman Forever will still slow down and have character moments and plot and, you know, some actual darkness. Whereas this film just doesn't fucking stop. <laughs> but no, I, I love Joel Schumacher's Gotham. I don't care. <laughs> it's just like this, like, big Greek statues, freaking bizarre gothic nonsense, neon lights and random dudes in, like, fucking... I don't even know what that's supposed to be, just... Storm drains? I don't know. Hanging about in their freaking face paint and their gang. Oh, yeah. They're, they're Dayglow Darth Maul. Yeah. Well, everything about it is bonkers, and I love it. <laughs> yeah. When Batman Forever came out, I think a lot of people... The people that liked it were like, oh, okay, kind of pushed just a little bit of that, like, 60s Batman vibe. It's cool. Now they'll get to doing, like, some real Batman stuff. Robin's there, and, and then we got this. Right. <laughs> so that's I, I think that's kind of what happened. So all the way up until this one came out, they were still planning the fifth. Yeah. Like, they'd given him a green light to yes. go and make the next one. Yes. Because apparently they were happy with the dailies they were seeing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people still just, like, rage hate Joel Schumacher because of this film. Right. And to be honest, he's made some decent movies. Yeah. Uh, Falling Down's real good. I like Falling Down. Well, and he made Batman Forever, which was okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just got a bit carried away with this one. Well, I mean, he's on record saying, they told me make a movie for the toys, so that's what I did. Yeah, apparently, um, an interview with Robin was saying... He'd be on set and just hear Josh Schumacher on like a loudspeaker. Remember, everyone, it's a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay, uh, a couple more hate points I need to throw out here. Uh, Robin says Calabunga. It's like it's like it's like it's like Anakin yelling whoopee or yippee or whatever it was in Phantom Menace. Oh, the nineteen ninety seventeens did say Calabunga. No, they did. I don't think anyone ever said yippee. <laughs> <laughs> no one actually said Calabunga. Just the Ninja Turtles. Okay, and, and maybe Bart Simpson. I think he said it a few, he said times. It a few times. Yeah. Um, oh, oh. You saying it ironically? What? <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's one other major thing I, I'm, I'm, I'll kick myself. I, I remember it like 30 seconds ago and it's gone again. Oh, Bane. Yeah. yeah. Come on, defend that shit. Oh, I can't. <laughs> again, I can't defend any of it, but it's still fun to watch. No, this Bane's not fun yeah, to watch. Yeah, shit. We know, I mean, uh, 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 part of the you know bingo card of this podcast is uh, proper Bane voices. This Bane is just... <laughs> kill. Yeah. Uh, exit. <laughs> really dumb. I can't defend. Although that. he does still get taken advantage of in Dark Knight Rises, doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> but knowingly. Yeah, knowingly. But he's not quite as smart as he was in Nightfall. No, but yeah, the whole the point of Bane as a character in the comics is that he's the one villain who can match Batman physically and mentally, <laughs> whereas this guy cannot match Batman. Well, actually, maybe he can match this Batman mentally. <laughs> Well, I wrote here, me, Bane, me strategize against Batman like chessboard. And then my next note is, I'll help you grab your rocks. I don't quite remember why. <laughs> That's the sort of thing he does. Okay. Uh, I think Bane was uh, one of the big... We were... Although what, the effect of him inflating actually looked pretty good. Yeah, sure, but it's fucking stupid. Because <laughs> Nightfall had come out like two years before this. So people were like, actually... Yeah, Bane was the new hotness, right? And this is what we got! I mean, <laughs> man, they, I mean Sandman did better in Spider-Man 3. I thought Sandman was pretty decent in Spider-Man 3. Yeah, who's the one that wrote... Oh, the new Green Goblin, there we go. Uh, Hobgoblin, oh, yeah. yeah, that, that. Well, yeah, they but had too Spider-Man many villains. Spider-Man 3's Venom wasn't great either. This, this is the first superhero movie with too many villains, too, isn't it? Yeah, because Forever had just had two. Yeah. Well, Bane I, doesn't really count in here. He's a sidekick. So we, it's like, oh, they have three villains now. But uh, Bane's psychic. Well, that's the 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 thing is, any, the more villains you have, the stupider each individual villain has to be, right? <laughs> well, to make Bane sense. got a whole lot dumber. But actually, yeah, if you don't count Bane, then like, Ivy and Mister Freeze, they sort of like bounce off each other. Yeah, they, yeah. They team up for a bit, but there's conflict there. Mm. It's not like. Batman has to take them both down. <laughs> Pretty much take each other down. <laughs> but yeah, you know, if this had been a different film, it could actually be good storytelling. Yes. And then MacGuffin Syndrome. Yep. Straight out. <laughs> and I know it's McGregor, right? Oh, no, yeah. even worse than that is she goes to Oxbridge College. <laughs> That's just what people call Oxford and Cambridge, the two separate colleges. <laughs> that would be like if she was in America and like, oh, I go to Harvale. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make that note because I just didn't care. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> little, little Fast and Furious uh, preemptive here with the, with the racing. Street but, racing, yeah. But they're on motorcycles, so they're assholes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Good guys like cars, bad guys like motorcycles. There we go. That's how it works in Fast and Furious land. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, even Robin says, you know, chicks take the car. Yep. Okay, Dr. Summer Hayes, tell me how I should stop worrying and love the Batman and Robin. It's just spectacle. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to even hear words when they talk. <laughs> <laughs> you have to imagine that you're watching this. You don't even know English yet. <laughs> it's like, oh, lights and statues and everything looks insane. Is that why Arnold works well here? Because he remembers the time he couldn't speak English? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Arnold works well here because he already has the ridiculous body of a Greek god, <laughs> which is what Joel Schumacher cites as his main inspiration for this film. And he doesn't need this at all. No. Alicia Silverstone um, I, I was career building, Chris O'Donnell's career building. I don't know Clooney if was either... trying to jump to movies, right? Yeah, this was the jump, and but now he can like smirk at it, I guess. So, but then doesn't he? Doesn't isn't it famously like 
if you tell him you've got a copy, he will refund you. <laughs> yeah, I think it's something like that. <laughs> but with that Batman credit card. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't work out so well. Yeah, um, but he comes through this unscathed because all the way through the film, you can tell he's just like, oh, this is dumb shit. Uma Thurman is a train wreck. <laughs> Yeah, um, she's the guy that plays Alfred is just, oh, you're still here? <laughs> yeah, and Gordon as well. Yeah, Gordon as well. <laughs> Although, um, it wasn't until the Nolan films that Gordon got the respect he deserves as a character. No, Nolan's supposed to be hard-boiled on the street, you know? No, but also, like, but Batman and Gordon is the partnership in those films. Yes. Because, well, he doesn't have a Robin, but... Batman and Gordon. Yeah. That doesn't sound quite right. Sounds like Flash Gordon again. <laughs> but no, so the reason I don't hate this film, right? Batman's always been stupid. <laughs> no, he's not. He's fun. a detective. He's smart. No, but the, the concept, like, he doesn't have, like, superpowers or anything. How has he survival this shit? <laughs> because it's dumb. It's childish. Well, this it's guy nonsense. has no problem surviving this shit. Yeah. <laughs> he just, nothing makes sense anyway, so just embrace it. Yeah, I, I'm not going to try and tell you this film is a masterpiece or anything like that. But 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 I can't bring... Right, you remember when we talked about High Life? Mm. I'm like, okay, we didn't enjoy that film because it was depressing as hell. But it had a goal to achieve and it achieved it. This film is trying to be the dumbest shit you've ever seen. <laughs> and it achieves it with a plot. Okay, I'll give, I will give you that. It's just, I want to see, when I see a movie and it says Batman and Robin, I want to see a good Batman and Robin movie. Right, but is there one? There's good Batman movies. There's good Batman movies. Is um, there a good Batman and Robin movie? Can, do we get to count Carrie as Robin? Even then, it's a bit weird that he's dragging this kid around. <laughs> that, would, that would go in the box ring. Uh, yeah, okay, but like... Batman and Robin is like very weird very camp maybe very gay <laughs> so it's a very weird very camp definitely very gay version of it Batman the movie 1966 very camp very weird and very gay yeah <laughs> I'm oh, sorry I, was, I, yeah, I did the opposite of what I meant to do there yeah prove my point I like that one better though for some I, reason. I think I do as well yeah uh, because maybe they didn't fits, throw so much money it fits money in the context as well. yeah. uh, the cheapness makes it work better as well right yeah like this movie should be cheap then then uh, then but I probably bits like of this movie seem pretty cheap but they spend so much money and it still looked cheap that yeah, was yeah but that, like because it's like a new set for every shot <laughs> this is still sticking with 60s batman but did you see the animated films from a few years because right before adam west died and they did a couple anime ones where uh adam uh adam ward I've only and seen... Adam West the... and Bert, Bert, not Bruce, Bert Ward. They came no, out finally. but I have seen Return of the Batcave. Okay. Uh, have you seen that one? That one I have not. I've seen uh, it's Return of the Cape Crusaders is the mm -hmm. animated one. So No, this one is half like a retelling of the making of the show with new actors. Mm -hmm. But it also has scenes of modern day Bert Ward and Adam West going on like a silly caper and flashing back to those events. So it's really fun. You should okay, definitely check yeah, it out. Check that out. No, I'm talking a DC animated universe and they had done, they did two films with Adam West just before he died okay. uh, and they voiced Batman and Robin. They made it look like um, the That's old fun. school stuff. I haven't seen that, but that sounds fun. And uh, I, 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 actually, I think did I... Did he not voice Batman in the Scooby-Doo crossover as well? That sounds very likely. <laughs> <laughs> also, I feel like we've had this whole conversation on an episode before, but... Yeah, we did do a Batman episode before, but a very different Batman than this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I just think this film is fun to watch. <laughs> I don't think I quite had fun watching it. <laughs> I have fun watching a Nolan one. And then those really are dark like and depressing. Right. The Nolan ones are legit good, though. Yeah. yeah. I don't think this is legit good, but I just think... And those were mecha had some fun making it, and it kind of worked. I guess I, I being of the age I was when this came out, we had great expectations, right? And they were dashed, and we'll never forgive this movie for it. Is yeah, or I've got the memory of I watched this when I was six, <laughs> and it delivered. So I can understand why people don't like it, but for me, I'm so removed from any expectation of it being anything else that I just enjoy this for this. It's like cats. Like, Cats came out recently, right? And for some reason, people went into it expecting something that makes sense and is good. But people went into it expecting Cats. <laughs> Loved it. Because Cats has always been batshit insane nonsense. <laughs> yeah, I do So just that. making it look weirder is, could only improve things. <laughs> you know what I recently found out about Cats? 
very late in production. The butthole cut? Yeah. I had to go in and remove the buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I heard about the butthole cut. I... I, I it's here, here, I will, was my mind they got that late into a production before anyone's pointed out that was a bad idea. <laughs> I I will watch Cats only if someone gets me the butthole cut. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch the butthole cut of Cats and I want to watch Sonic the Hedgehog with the old Sonic. <laughs> Isn't it weird, though, that Clooney didn't make a great Batman? Maybe he could have done it in a different film, but... I I think when it came out, look. I, think, I think a lot of us kind of wanted to just, like, Flip Val Kilmer and Clooney. Put Clooney in the good one, and Val Kilmer can be in yeah. this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he wasn't. That was the problem with Batman Forever. Um, Val Kilmer just didn't do. He didn't very, really show up. Wasn't for that a, role, did he? Yeah, he wasn't a good Bruce Wayne or Batman particularly. No. And actually, that one has a lot of. The point of Forever was like Bruce Wayne was finally allowing himself to live a life. Clooney would have been great as that Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a good point. And then Val Kilmer can just be in this shit, because who cares? Would Val Kilmer <laughs> play him as gay? <laughs> well, Val Kilmer did Top Gun. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Val Kilmer would have played him super gay. Okay, exactly. You should have no problem with that then. <laughs> Playing with the boys. <laughs> um, things they copied some production design from. Uh, Feed Me Seymour. Yeah, yeah, those little plot things are very... <laughs> it's very the little shop horror. of horrors planned, more or less. I guess it was Venus flytraps, so that's a real thing, but still. Yeah, but it, had, it almost had the lips. It was very... Should have had a musical number. Yeah. Mm. Did, yeah. I, I, I squint if this film almost did. <laughs> Ariel's Kingdom at Disney Sea. Was that one of the parties? No, it's um at Disney Sea. It's a Disney... I mean, in this. I think it's... um. Uh, maybe Poison Ivy's Lair. Okay. A- anyway, it might be a little after that. But uh, it just, uh, it's just an indoor Little Mermaid-themed area of Disney Sea, And I was like, okay. this looks like that. I mean, this was first. Disney Sea didn't open for another four years after, but still. Okay. I've uh, still never been to any Disneyland. Well, someday you might be able to in Japan. <laughs> they <laughs> open it. I can sneak in now and see everything. <laughs> no one to get hey, you know way. what my nightmare is? Being inside, it's one of the rooms of It's a Small World, not on the boat, right. standing on the side. No one's in there. Everything's turned on. <laughs> That's my nightmare. <laughs> I, I don't know because I've never been to a Disney. Well, I know, but maybe a few people listening can get okay. You can get that, a room of little, la, 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 like yeah. top water, oh, ceiling the wall, decorations. You've got to play Five Nights at Freddy's then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 they're like, it's a horror game. I'm like... I think that's going to terrify me. I think it legit would, yeah. Okay, I might stay out of that one. Oh, okay. no, no, I should get you to play it and we should stream it. <laughs> yeah, so back us on Patreon if you want to see Matt play Five Nights at <laughs> 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 Yeah, start a Patreon for that. But uh, A few more spit takes here. Uh, Gotham sure loves a new telescope. Yeah. <laughs> also, Gotham sure loves just this random rich guy. They have two giant parties for the new... T- not one, but two. I actually thought, oh, did I accidentally rewind the movie? No, nope, they just do it twice. <laughs> well, they do once to announce they're going to get a telescope, and once when they get it. Um, Alfred's computer. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. But also, uh, how did Alfred could map his brain and create an AI Alfred? With Windows Why 95. Is Why is that not a bigger plot point? Yeah, it's glitchy. I... I'm here to build you a nipple suit. <laughs> I'm here to create fetish wear for my niece. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing creepy there. Access allowed. Ooh la la. <laughs> um, yeah, and how many passes do you get in a password till it kicks you out? Yeah, apparently a lot. Oh, also, we mentioned the rubber lips, or maybe that's in the synopsis. But... I haven't put it in the synopsis yet. Oh, okay. Rubber lips are immune to your charms. A true magician does not reveal his rubber yeah, lips She only had quickly. to lean in and give him one more kiss and he was down. It's like, dude, wait a second. You're like six inches from her face. Not in a position to block. Uh. Oh, no, what I want to see is she tries that and he just nuts her in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was what Nolan Batman would do. Poison Ivy's coming to kiss him just like, boom, right in the face. Batman's a head butter. Not yeah. in this movie, but in you. In, yeah. in, well, he doesn't want to... In this one, he'd headbutt and then be like, My face! <laughs> well, in this one, he'd headbutt and he'd have a special extra head that comes out of a compartment for headbutting. <laughs> like, 
when they left the Batcave, they didn't know the villain they were about to fight. So how come their suit had ice skates built in? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the, again, it's 1966 Batman. You got your bat shark oh, propeller in the, uh, in, the, in the belt. I, I, I mean, I love that shit in the 60s one, so I can't really complain about it here. Uh, one last thing. Oh, I'm, I'm back to my hate speech, man. Go on. Do we just get tagged for that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my hate speech about Batman and Robin the movie. <laughs> um, also the Jews. <laughs> Um, this movie makes it clear that Gotham is New York City. I always right. bought Gotham as Chicago. I think the Nolan movies the, do. The Nolan movies really sell it as Chicago. So where's Metropolis, Germany? <laughs> <laughs> what, have you, do you remember Batman? See, I don't hate this film. I do hate the film I'm about to bring up. Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> where they're like, they're just twin cities either side of a river. <laughs> Yeah, that's you know, that that's real dumb. That was definitely dumb. <laughs> I actually don't want see. Maybe I feel that way about that movie the way you feel about Batman and Robin. Mm. I, I don't know. I guess it makes so many Dark Knight Returns references. It just suckers me in anyway, even mm. though I know it's shit. Mm. <laughs> but see, in the sort of Star Trek Into Darkness way, that's why I don't like it. Because it references all these things without delivering any of it. Well, I, I will defend that film less hard than you are defending Batman and Robin here, which you're not really doing anyway. So. No. And leave, we'll leave it on that page. But yeah, my defense of this film is just it was fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> it's shit. I know it's shit. <laughs> I can enjoy a shit film. But hey, Arnold looks happy. Arnold's having the time of his life. He's got Space Mountain, Mission 3, now at a closed Euro I'm Disney. Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Snow. I only know that song from this film. I don't know where that's from. go into gay Batman a bit harder? Do you want to get into the man inside the man? Late Clooney's ni- late 90s Clooney, late Clooney 90s. What am I saying? He was a lovely man at the time. <laughs> George Clooney, or this is what we should talk about. George Clooney is a legit super nice guy. <laughs> um, so, you know, he does those adverts for that coffee company. What coffee company? So, uh, I guess the answer is no, I don't know. Like Nespresso. One of these shit like little plastic things that makes coffees. The entirety of the money he made from that ad campaign he put into a satellite system to help refugees escape war zones. Did it target things like the one in this movie? Uh, maybe. It shoots laser beams at war criminals. I hope so. <laughs> no, but like, and then he's like, he's married to like a human rights lawyer. Like, George Looney is like super, a really good dude. Yeah. Unless his plan is, the Sudan needs a little freeze. <laughs> I, I, I do remember him going to Sudan several years ago and coming back with malaria or something. Yeah, yeah, because he, he doesn't just like do these little things for show or whatever. He does genuinely care and try and help people. So yeah, I got a lot of time for George Clooney, despite not really having seen any of his films. Yeah. It's like, a, I love Clo- uh, Clooney's great. Schwarzenegger's great. I, I don't, I even, I guess now that I've gotten past the epic disappointment of opening night, I can even kind of enjoy their performances or at least their smugness in Clooney's case. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's the thing with, I love to hate this movie. That's the thing. It's not like a movie I really hate. I don't even. I don't want to watch that. Right. Like, uh, oh, what's well, well, what about how do you feel about Planet of the Apes? I don't know yet. I haven't seen that since opening night. Oh, okay. If we come back and I love it, sorry. Because yeah, we've got one. One of my ones. I really legit hate. <laughs> I <know. laughs> I'm like, I don't want to talk rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that that's Ready Player One? Is it? I got through it, and yeah, I I'm not watching it again. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> and I that one you gave me the goggles, and then I was like, oh yeah, this movie is screwed. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, this one at least doesn't have any. Well, this one doesn't do anything morally wrong or anything. I guess it pushes fetish culture into the mainstream a bit. Fine, what's wrong with that? Well, I'm just saying maybe that's uh, that's fine. I'm just yeah, yeah, just putting out that I think People I don't. Rem- it's fine. 
I don't remember movies, really big movies, pushing it too much before this. Uh, Forever wasn't, didn't quite have that vibe. It had a more of a neon vibe. Yeah. This one has more of a nipply vibe. Yeah, but I mean, a couple of years later, you got the Matrix films, and they really give you some fetish stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of <laughs> course. Um, the original Batsuit would have been that, I mean, the oh, Burton one, but it's Cat too... Catwoman, dude. Huh? Catwoman, dude. Oh, yeah, 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 Catwoman. Okay, got that. People stealing those posters from bus stops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, that was 92, was it? Yeah, I don't know, actually. Yeah, because 89 was... With Burton Batman, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, all the previous ones were three years apart, and they sped this one yeah. in two years. I guess they should have spent that last year. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe they could have tied it up and we could have, like, a legit really good film. Yeah. But I don't really see any particular... So, okay, there's some... There's some nice cultural ripples here that are welcome, but done very poorly. <laughs> but not offensively. I mean, from a taste perspective, offensively, but from a being offensive perspective. Yeah, no, it's just... So that's cool. We'll, we'll give this film that. But, I mean, there's just so many... Like, The Matrix does it better. <laughs> Simpsons did it better. I don't know if Simpsons ever did that. I'm just saying that. I mean, Simpsons did it a lot worse. Simpsons yeah. was real homophobic at times. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we work hard. We play hard. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the John Waters episode? <laughs> I think so. It's the one where Homer's worried that Bart's gay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the John yeah. Waters episode, so... It takes him to the steel mill and then it's just like a dance club. I'm going to show you some real man, boy. Um, I grew up, we'd go, my family would go to the beach. It's Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Okay. And it's, it's a boardwalk. It's a, like street going down center of town, ends of the ocean. There's a boardwalk. There's, you know, lots of hamburger shops and tourist shops. And I just remember uh, you walked on the boardwalk and... Everyone would always say, yeah, if you walk this, you, you'd walk in like about 10 minutes in, you'd realize things slowly getting very, very gay until you're at the gay beach. Okay. That was fun. <laughs> I don't think it's... You know, a, you've been to gay bars, right? You said you went in one to your parents use a toilet and you got a drink. Yeah. And you had the classic straight man in a gay bar experience of no one hitting on you. I wasn't there that long either, but... <laughs> uh, I, I probably went on a night out in a gay bar once. Like, a couple of my friends were lesbians, but most of us were straight. Mm. And I had the time in my life because I just like to dance anyway. I was but, like a couple of my so none of my male friends got hit on by the gay dudes, but my female friends were constantly being surrounded by lesbians, and it's kind of fun. I did go to a party of senior high school. First party I got went to like to go hedonist, right? Right. And so I was like, ah, I want to maybe I'll hook up with a girl or find a new girlfriend. And I remember driving home, and I was asking my buddy, so, hey, man, did anybody like me? He's like, yeah, that one dude really liked you. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've always been somewhat confusing to gay bar. Gay, duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I just have no sense of embarrassment, so... Sometimes I do things which other people would find a bit gay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yesterday, right, so I was hanging out with Rob all day and we went and got a McDonald's and then we were cleaning up the stuff and he'd left, like, we had, he'd left, like, a couple bits of lettuce on his plate but he was leaning up picking up some trash and I just picked the lettuce up from the plate but he thought I was trying to, like, feed it into his mouth <laughs> <laughs> and got really freaked out. Well, he teaches... Five-year-olds, they probably try to do it during snack time. (laughs) (laughs) I was was, was just picking up to put it in the trash, but I guess because he was leaning over it as I picked it up, he thought I was going to, like, delicately, like, place it in his lips. (laughs) (laughs) Which I wasn't. Oh, um, this is kind of cutting back a little bit, but I have a note here that I, I think you'll agree with. When Arnie dies, all of Mr. Freeze's lines should be engraved on his tombstone. There should definitely be some dumb puns on his tombstone, that's for sure. <laughs> and, and if they needed, if they have a little more space, they can put some of his uh, talk about draperies from yeah. uh, Dark Fade. <laughs> I think his Jerry says just say, I would be back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be fine, too. But also, he can never die. He's not allowed. Yeah. So that, that one will hit me. That's yeah. the next celebrity death that I think will hit me. Mm. Him and Miyamoto. Arkham doesn't seem practical... But I guess it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, like I said in the synopsis, fucking insane that they just put him in um, Ivy's cell at the end there. Like, that is cruel and unusual punishment. 
oh, we're just going to deliberately put you in a cell with the guy whose wife you killed. <laughs> Attempted. Like, oh, yeah. But still, Jesus Christ, I know the American prison system's fucked, but <laughs> that's a bit much. <laughs> Why did I write this note? What a hep parte scene, like. I don't know what. I think that was... Um, what a hip party scene like? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I thought that I wrote that for a reason, but maybe not. I think there are some party scenes, but they're not particularly hip. They're Ex- <laughs> extremely lame, in fact. <laughs> exit Bane uses the exit. The genius is clear. He's a genius. When everyone, I, there's uh, him and Ivy are leaving. He actually goes to the exit and opens the door and leaves. <laughs> and no one else did that. So maybe he's smarter and we gave him. No, I guess the one thing that I actually do dislike about the film is that that is a crap treatment of Bane. <laughs> it's just like amongst everything else I think we were real excited about seeing Bane when this came out and that was one of the biggest hits yeah Schwarzenegger people all realize he passed his crest oh, okay Schwarzenegger's cool Uma Thurman maybe Bane yeah Bane Bane that makes sense Batman really has to you know Bane really challenges Batman right yeah not here in fact Batman does, does Batman even fight Bane in this film they might punch at each other a few times because like it's Robin and Batgirl who defeat him at the end yeah I don't think he doesn't even show up in any of the fight scenes until the final one. Backs are not broken. I don't think Batman fights Bane in this film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's definitely nothing like the back break. And, yeah, but we eventually got Nolan Bane, and Nolan Bane is so good that I don't care. Um, do you know who Shostakovich is? No. He is a composer. He wrote many symphonies. Um, he was denounced by Stalin for one of his ballets. Okay. And wrote a symphony that's just a little controversial because it, it's like an hour long, but the f- last few minutes are like very propaganda music. Okay. Pro- but the rest of it's like very like like he wrote the symphony literally like on at gunpoint, well almost literally at gunpoint. He's waiting to be sent to the gulag. Um, it starts off as like kind of morose, beautiful melody, and then boom, <laughs> and then about ten minutes later it comes back as like a grotesque military march the batman theme sounded to me like the grotesque military march by the end of this movie yeah the batman theme got pretty fucked by this one (laughs) well see i associate that theme most with like this film and maybe forever as they're the ones i watched a lot of oh for you real dorks that's uh shostakovich's uh fifth symphony if you actually want to see what i'm talking about but i doubt many of you do but (laughs) yeah i don't know see you've kind of made me like back down on how much I like this film because like it is shit it's just fun does this mean I win this round? Maybe. Fatality! <laughs> <laughs> I, I did have some whole big thing about Hollow. No, actually, you don't, you're not getting the point. It's like a pastiche of Americana, and it's all about the way that actually violence begets more violence. And, you know, Pamela Risley's actually right in this film, and it's parodying Batman as, like, this fascist oppressor. <laughs> I can't even be asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a dick winner if I won. Um... There are things about this movie that are absolutely entertaining. Mm. And if you want to put aside the fact that you're sitting down to watch a Batman film, you might even enjoy it a little bit. I think this film is a lot easier to enjoy now because we did get such great Batman films after. Yes. So I bet this film this film really rubs up the wrong way when it's you're sitting there in 2000 and hasn't been a Batman for three years because this killed it. Yeah, because I watched this on opening night, late show. Right. Um, I might have, yeah. Uh, I tried to, I watched 20 minutes of it four years ago, and I watched it last week. That's, that's my yeah. viewing of this movie. Right. But yeah, when you're sitting in the sit theater in 97, there's no way that you know Batman Begins comes in six years. Right. Whereas if today you watch the film, you're like, oh, I really want to see some good Batman. And you were told, hey, we got a good Batman coming. And you're looking at them, these images look a little weird, but okay, whatever. Right. And in the theater, oh, it, that was just a, a total sucker punch ahead. By the way, that was the same drummer that went to see 2001 with me. So oh. apparently I just kept taking him to see shit movies. <laughs> in his head anyway. Well, in his head, yeah. 2001 yeah. I am down with. But <laughs> As, yeah, see, see, I had a bunch of action figures from this film. 
My brother had a bunch of action figures. I had zero. Yeah, this was... Well, yeah, this was the one superhero film I got until, like, the sort of Spider-Man and onwards second coming. I think I went with him to see Mulholland Drive as well. (laughs) I loved it. He hated it. (laughs) (laughs) That's, um... David Lynch? Yeah, Twin Peaks Man as well. I was thinking, I couldn't remember his name. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite... So I haven't seen much of Lynch. I know I should because I like weirdness. But. Oh, yeah. that's a Some, of, some of his stuff you can get away with calling sci-fi, right? It would be a stretch, but I would make that stretch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, should do, we should do something Lynch at some point. Yeah. There's but, like a metaphysical blue box or something. Is that okay. cool? Is that sci-fi? No, yeah. it's not. But I'll make the but, excuse if we But for now, we're in April. Like, Shit, we ain't doing good films. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I usually yell it over the uh, ending credits, but... Well, sorry, I don't even think we're quite finished here. What, okay, is, okay. what is this movie today? This is 60s Batman. Yeah, now. yeah, you could just put this in the same bracket as 60s Batman. I want to watch Camp Silliness. And I still like 60s Batman a lot better because when I first saw 60s Batman, I was six years old. Mm-hmm. And when I first saw this, I was 18. And I think for you, it is that you knew what you were getting. Yes. You go to 60s Batman for that. And you came to this for a good Batman film and got this. I can see why it left a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> I think I do prefer 60s Batman to this. Yeah. And I definitely prefer Forever because I think Forever is actually good. Yeah, Forever... Whereas this I, I, I like because it's a bad No, film. Forever I should qualify again. I haven't seen it since the right. 90s, but... Uh... Also, it's just got Jim Carrey fully Jim Carreying. So. Yeah. Have you ever heard the story of him and um, Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah, but go ahead and tell it because it's a good one. Yeah, because well, they co-starred in that film. I know exactly what you're getting <laughs> at, so do it. Tommy Lee Jones is sat eating dinner in a restaurant and Jim Carrey comes up. He's like, oh, I'll come and sit with him, you know, co-star. He's like, gets the impression Tommy Lee Jones doesn't like him. He's like, oh, do you not like me? He's like, I cannot sanction your tomfoolery. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones' face of boss coffee here in Japan. <laughs> because he's got the face of a serious man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that is exactly the story I thought you were going to tell. So yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. So I, I do. I want to give Arnold his pass here. Clooney doesn't get a pass, but Clooney wasn't here in the first place, so whatever. Yes, yeah, so Clooney barely even phoned it in. He like got his secretary to leave a message. <laughs> he smirked a few times. <laughs> well, apparently he filmed this while still filming ER. <laughs> Like, he would just come in for, like, the couple of days, go back to that set, come in for this. Yeah. <laughs> he really didn't give a shit. Well, I guess um, he doesn't have to be in the costume for a lot of those shots. Yeah, yeah, for most of the action stuff, it's probably not him. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just the ones where he's moving his mouth, I guess, so. <laughs> I guess I kind of feel for Chris O'Donnell. Because he got these films, and they were supposed to be, like, his big break. This was his stepping stone, and it right. didn't work out so well. Because forever, he kind of did okay, right? So he'd be like, right, yeah, one more of these, then I'm going to be a big name, and I'm going to do other stuff. And he got this. <laughs> Alicia Silverstone somehow got some kind of career off the back of this. Was she one of the Charlie's Angels? Or was that Drew Barrymore? That was Drew Barrymore. I get those two confused. Drew Barrymore, Lucy Liu, and... Cameron Diaz? Yes. Okay, thank you. Now, the new Charlie's Angels. I don't Christmas even know that. Stewart and two others. Christmas <laughs> <laughs> Stewart plus two. <laughs> Lady Sif and the Warriors three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess we'll just have to stick with that. Uh, granted, I saw the first... I don't know if I saw the sequel to the first one. But I think I, uh, yeah, I definitely saw them both, but I don't even like rental DVDs. I think I'd see them. No, I saw the first one in the movie theater, man. Yeah. We enjoyed it. Is right? Yeah. For the time. I doubt that one holds up. But does this film hold up? No. (laughs) It holds up as well as it did when it came out. Yeah, I was going to say it didn't hold up on opening night. Why should it hold up now? (laughs) I think it holds up better now than when it came out. The Arnold does. I mean, honestly, if you just... Just because you you couldn't enjoy it in the context that it's meant to be enjoyed. If you come to this film being like, I want to see... Arnold be completely ridiculous as Mr. Freeze. That's the way to see. Yeah. That's your you love Schwarzenegger. That's how you approach that, yeah, this that's what that, I think that more than anything else, that's why I give this film so much more credit than you did because I'm such a Schwarzenegger fan. And I like Schwarzenegger. He's like the only thing I like here. Right. And I don't like him. He's just fun. Right. He's fun to see in this, but then also just like all the mad like naked man imagery is just funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like. You don't get that stuff. It'd be, it'd be nice if you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I guess we're coming to a conclusion there. No, it doesn't hold up. <laughs> but 
but there's something you might be entertained by, but you might want to have your finger on the fast forward. Yeah. Possibly. I mean, if you think this is shit, you got some shit coming. (laughs) I I guess in this context, we just, just come out and say that next week, I'll say it here, next week is... Ready Player One. Yep. Um... Yeah, I th- I think we're both gonna hate this one. Yeah, <laughs> I I haven't rewatched it for the podcast yet. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I won't get into it because we've got a whole episode coming, which yeah. will be recorded next week, and you'll be hearing next week, but a different next week than the next week for us. It all times out in the end. Uh, where do they just find a face us? On the water. Where are we? Where are we? We're on Twitter at MLSFS Pod. Um, we're also on Facebook. Search for Matt and Luke Sci-Fi Sanctuary. Uh, I do another podcast about Pokemon. You can find that. Go on Twitter at LukeLovesPKMN. Also, Matt makes music. You can find that by going to roamingsagemedia.bandcamp.com. And if you like the music you've heard during this podcast, that is the music you'll find there. Okay. As as we as is customary in our in our sanctuary. This is the time for you to get the fuck out of our sci-fi sanctuary. I thought you might be like like freeze out. Oh. Okay. Uh, sorry, I, I was expect that was too much of a of a. I'm trying to think of one now. Okay, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give you take two. Okay. Okay. How many seconds do you need? I do not see you anymore. <laughs>